Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash NatchBute. Tune in, baby. Hey, old friends, new ones, and everybody in between, welcome up here to Twisting the Wind, the podcast, the podcast, hate to say it, it's a hard C, hard A, hard S, hard T, the podcast, Twisting the Wind is where you are, I've got a goddamn towel on my head right now, am I wet? No. I'm trying a new form of insulation as far as sound goes, you know? So this is it here. Uh, thanks for listening to this show. It's uh, it's really fun for me to do. I love doing it for you. I had some emails come in from people that uh, were really nice and super long and very descriptive. And I'm just, uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am touched. I feel touched in a way that it's, uh, it's you don't get that very often, you know? So keep using that electricity as long as we've got it. As long as the grid is up, make use of it and send me an email. It's twistingthewind at gmail. T-W-I-S-T-I-N-G-T-H-E-W-I-N-D-A at signed gmail.com. That's T-W-I-S-T-I-N-G-T-H-E. W-I-N-D-I-G-M-A-N-D-O-T-C-O-M. Yeah, reach out and touch me. Got something nice to say? Send it in. Got a suggestion for some music you want to hear? Send it in. Uh, got a question about something that appeared or you heard on the show? Send it in. Got an evil, hate-filled, spittle, spite 
uh, missive, missive missile to send directed toward me or people that I think are great? Just hold on to that one. Let it simmer. Let it simmer down until, uh, until the fat cooks off, and maybe we can talk about it later. Have you got some crazy ideas for something that smells bad? Send me those descriptions. Send me your smell descriptions. Have you got a, a missive to send to somebody you hate, but you want to direct it towards not that person because you don't want to incur wrath in the universe? Send it in, and maybe I can read it and transmute it into some sort of frothy, reflavored device, okay? That's what we're going to be here doing here. Uh, this is a really interesting podcast today. It's not your average one. I didn't sit down in the studio with anybody. And there's not these aren't people who are like, hey, this guy from this TV show or that movie or that fucking, you know, or this person who is the expert on uh, fishing in Alaska or whatever. I mean, not that I've had any of those people really on ever at all anyways, but uh, I did something fun where I did, I went back to where I'm from in Minnesota and uh, hung out with two of my bestest, greatest friends of all all time and universe and will continue to be and always shall and always will and we uh, sat around at a, a friend's home and he cooked some delicious foods and we talked about music and whatnot and that that's what this that's what this is going to be I know typically I intro these things by making a phone call but I have some really great phone calls that don't involve introductions that I was like well I'm not going to just not use these because I didn't get around to introducing these people so I'm just gonna use them make this the introduction how you like that huh how you like what I just did I did it and you can't do nothing about it okay so that's the introduction to refer Phil <laughs> for Steve Ernest and Phil Johnson that's right Steve Ernest and Phil Johnson both livers of the city of Minneapolis uh, and both amazing and superb in their own right. Maybe Phil's kind of off the grid, so he probably doesn't even want me using his last name. But guess what, Phil? Sorry, man. It's too late. You got your name. You didn't say anything disc discriminating or incriminating or anything like that. You mostly just laughed. And Steve, the same way. And Steve is an amazing musician, and I, um, at some point in time, more of his music will be available, and I will, ma I will make it available via this podcast. Via this here podcast this peer this here podcast this here podcast this here this here podcast this here podcast this this your this this your podcast hey what's up man is this your podcast Hey man. Hey, cool. Thanks again for having me uh do let you come let come on by and do the intro and stuff at the show. I love it. I'm totally about it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for kicking me a couple bucks. It's just, uh, you know how it is. It's just uh, getting around now. I mean, gas is still way up there and shit, you know. Who knows when that's going to change. You get this uh, You get this Matt Romney character up in there. Who, I mean, I don't know. My uncle told me that if Matt gets in the office, he's going to drop his gas prices. So part of me is like, you know, maybe I should get in town and vote for him. You know, do an absentee kind of thing and vote for Matt. But... 
it's also like that guy's just wicked lame you know like that haircut and the whole vibe is just not working for me at all uh, I was over at Jenica's the other day yeah yeah I know it's like I we were trying to we're just you know what we're just trying to do the friend thing now so we were over there of course she's got that like big ass cable package and it's always fucking blaring she's got that cable package just blaring out um and, you know we're skimming across fox news and i'm like hearing this shit like well you know well maybe like this matt guy isn't so bad but then i'm like you know like fucking jenica she's into it i don't know why i think it's because her dad you know her dad's all mr business and thinks that this fucking dude's gonna save the world and shit but hey man i don't know i'm i'm out of it i'm taking a step back I'm giving it a break, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I just got, I got the van. It, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did, did I tell you? The van is running, man. The fucking van's back up again, yeah. I know, I mean, it's, uh, I, I got to calculate my ride in terms of hills and such. It's like a bike. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it's ripping, bro. The, the van is back, bro. Yeah, thinking about renaming it because uh, that previous name, you know, holds on to a lot of, a lot of ideas and things that are that are far flung back past yesteryears that I don't want to revisit. So, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, but uh, thanks definitely for uh, having me back to do some voiceover shit for you, man. I love doing this stuff. It's pretty cool. I mean, drumming, just the band, you know, like drumsticks. You know how much these fuckers cost now? Like my my pro mark, my typical pro mark sticks are like whoa, overpriced. Yeah, it's like it's like fucking peak wood out there when you go to musician's friend. That catalog, it's killing me. So go to Sweetwater.com, all right? Check out Sweetwater.com. Sweetwater.com for all your deals on musical instruments. Sweetwater.com. Sweetwater.com. Vessel Drinkware. Here we go. Here we go. Into some music. Can I get this CD? Sure thing, buddy. Hey, this is now the Twisting the Wind musical section right now. Here it is. Here it is. You're in it. Gonna play a nice hot shot trio here. Trying to make it tie into what I've been doing this rest of this episode and will be happening the rest of this episode here of TT Dubs 16. Uh, people hate country, don't they? People love to hate country. Especially people who like to think they have good taste. Oh, God, do they hate country. Uh, how many times have you heard this? What kind of music, what kind of music do you like? Uh, pretty much anything but country. Ugh, fucking sick of that shit. I used to be that way. You know, I probably was. I definitely was that way. And then for a while, I was this guy, I would say, um, I say I liked folk music, and I, <laughs> I considered folk to be folk music. It's country that you like, right? But it's still country music, okay, right? Fuck folk music. Folk, folk music is boring compared to country, okay? I'll say it. I said it. Focus like your Dylan freaks. Get out of my face with your Dylan. Take him. Go watch your documentary about Dylan and uh, drive your Volvo to the parking lot of your favorite pour-over coffee restaurant, okay? 
You can have your Dylan, okay? And your screen prints. <laughs> I don't know how that has anything to do with each other at all, but yeah, take your Dylan and run with it. Uh, here's some country. This is a guy named Merrill Haggard. You may have heard of him. He's he's one of these guys who was considered uh, uh, part of this uh, movement of outlaw country. Him, uh, Waylon Jennings, um, Chris Christopherson to some extent, that guy named Willie Nelson, and uh, I think he had I think he had a little bit of um, maybe some Johnny Paycheck in there. I don't know, maybe not. But all these guys were all shooting heroin and doing cocaine and going crazy. Just just going like fucking maniac motherfuckers back in the early 70s and stuff. And this this is one this is a song uh, that I have liked for a long time. It's uh it's off of Mama Tried, which is one of Merle Haggard's best albums. And this shit's so fucking honky tonk delicious. I talk a lot of shit about lyrics. I know I have in the past at least. How I think lyrics are over rated or people people put too much on lyrics and songs like oh this is but no but listen to the lyrics okay well that's sometimes good but sometimes it's it's in place of something else this is an example of a song i think that is uh this these things were melded in this perfect sort of drip drop big piece of mud falling off the mountain during spring and a tumbling yeah just listen to it it's called little old wine drinker me and uh it's, it's evocative. It is. It's an evocative Merle Haggard song. Okay? I'm praying for rain in California so the grapes can grow and they can make more wine And I'm a-sitting in a honky in Chicago With a broken heart and a woman on my mind I matched the man behind the bar for the jukebox and the music takes me back to Tennessee When they ask, who's the fool in the corner crying I say, little old wine drinker me Oh man, there you have it. He's in the corner drinking that motherfucking wine. Merle Haggard, a little old wine drinker me off of Mama Tried. Get it? It's all really great. It's all... I mean, sometimes that stuff sounds a little bit hackneyed. It's because so many people just took that and ran with... Stole from that whole movement. It's all been blasted into shit with Kenny Chesney ramming a American flag penis up your ass when you're listening to the music at CVS buying toothpaste, okay? Merle Haggard has nothing to do with that. Maybe he does, but it's not his fault. Give Merle Haggard a break, okay? He's drunk. The woman left him. Always got that. Always got some wine. This next track here on this bullshit radio show is uh, something from Roki Erickson. Uh, lots been said about Roki Erickson. People love him as they should. So there's no there's no shortage of information about Roki Erickson. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk too much about him except to say that he uh, he used to be in a band from Texas, uh, like a, one of these epic psych bands uh, called the Thirteenth Floor Elevators. You've probably heard their song. Um, 
I don't remember what it's called, whatever. It's, it, you've heard it. Maybe you haven't, but investigate it. And he got busted on a bullshit marijuana charge in like, I don't know, when it was sometime in the in the uh, the backward days of uh, the late 60s or early 70s, something like that. And because he had, he had a joint on him or something, he got sent away to, he chose to go to a mental hospital as opposed to jail. And I think this is, I may be saying this wrong, but basically he went to a mental hospital Got his brain shocked to shit by you know lunatics who thought this was how you help people back then, help people with this evil, horrible disease of marijuana smoke. And as a result, he's deeply affected and crazy now. Uh, to the oh, he's a nut, but he's made some incredible music uh, as a result, or not as a result, but it's it's come out of this. Uh, it's some greatness has come out of his madness that's been put on him by electricity from texas this is a really incredible incredible album called the evil one plus one and uh god it's so fucking good it's such an interesting such an interesting spooky weird album and it's it's uh it's hard to describe it's this kind of thing where like it makes you feel a little crazy because it's kind of it's a little bit silly you know it's a little bit silliness to it but it's also if when you know how real it is to him. It's it's kind of scary to think about this stuff. Uh, every song on this album is absolutely incredible and super, super, uh, just scary and... <laughs> I have no words. The words are gone. This is a, so this is probably my favorite song off here. It's called Night of the Vampire. And uh, here it is for you, okay? Speaking of lyrics again, that's probably one of my favorite lyrics of all time is that last little piece there. If you're rain, <laughs> I always say it wrong. If you're running and it's raining, don't slip in mud because if you do, you'll slip in blood tonight. Oh man, that's such a great image. Slipping in blood. Oops, what happened? Oh, well, I slipped in some blood, bro. I slipped in some blood. Oh, you didn't know it was the night of the vampire? Didn't know. Slipped in blood. I thought it was mud, but it was raining and I was running. So, yeah, that's how it is sometimes. Okay, one more, one more little uh, musical number here. This is a guy who I've so fucking good. I just I don't even know. I feel like I, I want to do a whole episode just about Michael Yonkers. This is this guy, Michael Yonkers. He's from Minnesota. He's a guitar player and he also is a ballet dancer. And he builds all of his own shit, like everything. He's a master electrician, an engin- uh, electrical engineer. And uh, he has this album that came out 
Uh, I think it's mostly from around 1968, but uh, Sub Pop was kind enough to re-release it, I think, in like 2002 or something like that. Uh, it's called Micro Miniature Love. It has some of the most ridiculously crusty, grinding, raw garage noise you've ever heard. And, not, and like, I say that, and all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's this sound, but it's not. It's like so much, it's so unique. It's super, super, it's so unique in terms of that genre that I've never gotten tired of it. I've been listening to this album for 10 years, and I've, I've since bought every single possible thing that his name is even associated with. <laughs> Michael Yonkers Band. This is, this. I had a really hard time, yeah, it was a really hard time picking out a song, you know, as though that was the hard thing to do. But, because they're all just so fucking, they're all so good and so different. Uh, this is the one I think it's like I first got hooked on to Michael Yonkers with is this song it's called Puppeting and it is it's a ripping it's a ripping dog buddy it's a ripping nighttime buddy dog okay here it is for you if this if fucking here it is for you god damn it navigate your boat keeping it afloat round and round and round and round and round and round the boat Pulls on your strings Who controls your things Pump it, pump it, pump it Pump it, pump it, pump it that play a little longer than normal to tempt the fate of the music lawyers because to hear that fucking sound at the end there just now that sound it sounds like sounds like a goddamn like blowtorch in an ice tunnel you know where you're killing the it's like the movie The Thing if, that had moved, if, the, if the movie The Thing had a sound oh I think Carpenter would be into uh, Michael Yonkers maybe maybe if someone out there can hip Carpenter to Michael Yonkers I think they would have a good thing going together you know what I'm saying uh, that's all it's all deliciously ripping you should own it. Uh, go to Amazon and buy everything and more as associated with this Twisting the Wind rec musical recommendation styles. And yeah, give your ears a treat. Always treat your ears. They're very important. People neglect them. I neglect them. Give yourself that sonic dose, that shit that will leave you comatose. Okay? Dip into it. Let it rip. Let it ride. And thank you.
For quality purposes, your call may be recorded. I'm an automated assistant. You can speak naturally to me. How may I help you? Um, I want to see. Are you, what are you doing tomorrow? What, are you what like product to, are you calling about? I was calling about you. Your product. What you got going there, huh? What are you doing? I mean... I'll get you the right person to help if you just tell me what product you're calling about. I'm calling just say about its name. For example, television, cordless phone, baby. or microwave. Baby. I'm calling about baby. Do you know baby? I think you do know baby. It's you, baby. I'm sorry. Is that just... Am I being too ridiculous there? Look. You just sound nice and interesting and I wouldn't mind... uh hanging around. I'm sorry. Do you have the model number of the product? Uh, you don't even tell me your name. How am I supposed... No, I don't know that. Sorry. Do you have the model number of the product? Yes or no, please? I... No. I... How, why would I have that? What are you talking about? Sorry. I'll get you the assistance you need if you could provide your model number. I don't have, Do you have a model number of the no, product. No, no, I don't. Say yes or no. No, I don't have a model number. You got me. My God. I'll transfer you now. Please, please hold. Please, 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 please. Thank you for calling. My name is Joy. How may I help you? Hey, Joy. How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you today? I'm really pretty good. You know, I'm a little, uh, woke up a little later today than normal, but uh, that's okay, right? I mean... That's right. Yeah. I don't know about you. You probably got up crack of dawn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not really. Really? What uh, can I do to help you today? I was just trying to figure that out, actually. I'm trying to see... I'm just trying to investigate an idea of where, uh, what the best avenue of possibility would be in terms of uh, my relationship with uh, your products because I'm a big fan. Uh, let me just say that off, off the top of the head here. A uh, big fan. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I love the, 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 lower the lowercase letters. I think they are all lowercase, right? Okay. Are they? I think they are, right? Yes. Yeah. Whose idea is that? That was a great idea. That I do not know. Okay. Well, um, if if you could, I would love if you could pass that on to people. Okay, I'd be happy to. Because that's something where you know I I'd be willing to rock a T-shirt of that. You know, put that on my on my chest and run around with that on. Because it's cool. Just, yeah. You think so? I like that. Yeah. Do Do they give you those T-shirts? No, sir. We don't get T-shirts. But I suppose if you wanted one, you probably could get it, right? Because they would be like. I I don't know how or where. Oh. Well, I mean, it's like free advertising, right? Wouldn't they want you to have that on? Well, sir, I don't know. Oh, okay. So, I'm sorry, Joy. I just like... like that's, uh, that's quite all right. Is there anything else I can help you with? Yeah, I was curious about microphones and things of that nature. Um, what one was going to help me pick up the best low-end sounds? Okay, I'll tell you what. For those kinds of questions, let me go ahead and get you directly over to the technical department. Okay. I'm going to transfer you to a live operator. Please let that operator know that you need technical support for microphones. Okay. And they'll get to somebody who's specially trained, okay? Just okay. one moment, please. You got it, Joy. Thank you. Hello, Joy? Ugh. The other day I met a girl named Joy She 
said, come here, I'm gonna make you my joy, boy. Ideas for Life. Para Español, marque el 2. For quality purposes, your call may be recorded. I'm an automated assistant. You can speak naturally to me. How may I help you? I want to talk to somebody. You get me? I want to talk. I'll get the right person to help you if you tell me briefly what you need. For example, you can say technical support, or product information, product or information. buy something, or repairs. Product information. How can I help Product you? information. Product information. Product, product information. If you haven't got an answer. What product are you calling about? Whatever you got. What you got? Come on. Hook me up. I'll get you the right person to help if you just tell me what product you're calling about. Just say its name. For example, television, cordless phone, or microwave. Uh, microwave. I'm sorry. Do you have the model number of the product? No, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Sorry, My do you God. have the model number of the product? I don't. Yes or no, please? No, I don't have the model number of the product. That's what I'm trying to figure Sorry. out. I'll get you the assistance you need if you could provide your model. Uh, I don't do you have, have the, the model number of the product? No, I don't. Please say yes or no. I don't have the model number. Do you understand me? I do not have the model number. I don't have the product yet, the model. I want to think about getting one, okay? I'll transfer you now. Yeah, Please you, hold. Yeah, you will. God. Lord, Lord God. The system is currently not accepting calls from this number. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Wild ride. Wild ride. Wild ride or wild ride? Uh, we're a wild ride. Full wild ride. Wait a while while we ride. Uh, currently we're in the kitchen right now. This is the kitchen section. Um, Phil, what exactly are you doing right this moment? Crimson Hessian. <laughs> Crimson Hessian? Breaking down a pheasant. Okay, so this is a pheasant that was shot uh, in the last like couple days, right? Yep. Just on Monday. On Monday. With a gun? With a gun. Okay. Not with a car? No. We just, well, yeah, with, with yeah. a gun. Yeah. yeah. So Phil's breaking down this pheasant right now, and you're going to do a couple things here. You just cut through a bone. Did you hear that bone crack? Mm hmm. Crack of the bone. Um, yes. So you're going to, you got Sharp a lot of. knife. Large and Large sharp. Knife. Check out this wing in the trash can here. That's a, that's a that's sort wing. of a Minnesota thing, wing in the trash can. ID wing. And, and I, I just learned that the reason that you have the wing is because you have to identify it to, in case you get approached by a game warden, right, to make sure you're killing a, a male or female? A male. A male, right, okay. You got to kill the male, right? Got to kill the male. Is there a reason for that? I thought it would be the woman that's you kill so more of. Well, no, they need it, they need it so they can keep... Keep breeding, so. But don't they want to have the more male? Cause don't don't the males outnumber there, the women? The male, there are enough males to go around. Oh, there are. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Easy more there, egg, buddy. More, yeah. More the more eggs they can put out there, I the see. better chances. So Just you're gonna coyotes and right. raccoons and. So you're gonna make yeah. some uh, mirepoix. Mirepoix. What is yep. mirepoix, Phil? So mirepoix is a mixture of vegetables. Right. Usually. I've seen some carrots. Some yep. Parsnip. Carrots, I have parsnips and some leeks. Creminis? And the creminis are for, oh, the, for uh, the barley risotto. Oh, yep. oh so you're, you're going to make this stock with the, uh, the, the remnants of these pheasants. 
Well, Did I already I? have stock. Oh, you do have stock. But I'll save some of this to, to make, make for stock. Oh, another time. Yeah. But you're going to use the breast of this pheasant so to make some risotto with pheasant, huh? Yep. So that's what's happening right now, huh? That's what's happening. Cool. Yep. Pretty great. Oh, yeah. What's your take on this, Stephen? Um, I agree with everything that's going on right Pretty now. Pretty outstanding. <laughs> yep. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait. There's lots of stuff. You want to partake in some of this cheddar corn? Yes. Just right. This is uh this is the Chicago mix bagged by mom. This is really good stuff. It's a mixture of cheddar and caramel or caramel. Depends where you're from, right? It's caramel. What caramel. do you say, caramel or caramel? caramel. What do you say, Steve? Caramel, Car caramel, caramel, caramel. But I usually never say it. Caramel, <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't have the opportunity to say caramel as much as you thought you did. No. Yeah, caramel opportunities. Caramel. <laughs> you have less caramel opportunities <laughs> than perceived. Yeah. Looking, I guess, when I think about it, yes. But I left a bag of this at your house. You have a, you have a lot of people who live there who move, move in and out of that. It's a high-traffic zone, right? It is, but good traffic. Uh, yeah, good traffic. High traffic, mm -hmm. good traffic. Mm -hmm. But you said it hasn't been touched, right? I'm sorry? The, the caramel corn hasn't been touched. Oh, yes, there's a fresh bag. Right. I figure my theory is that. At it. Yeah. That's the thing is I always think that um, when you have something like that, everyone thinks it's someone else's. Yep. And I was about to tell you the story, but I decided to save it for the podcast, which we're on right now. The uh, save is um, no, when I was good, living. That's true. Yeah, when I was living with Bobby, you met Bobby Link, right? You probably met Bobby Link. Uh, I don't think I did. Well, he's that guy, Bobby Link, New York, Greek and Jewish guy, uh, now a lawyer. But there was a point in time for about a month where we were buying, uh, buying, or drinking, and replacing a 12-pack of Diet Cherry Pepsi. But, and I and I was drinking it. I don't know why I was drinking it. You know, it was, I was drinking it because it was there. You know, not because I liked it, because it was there. Yep. And yeah. and I thought it was his at first. And I drank it all, and I bought some new kind, right? And then uh, I showed up again after he drank it all, and then I bought it again after drinking it all again. And we because we kept not seeing each other because he had a job where he was like going out early, and I would never see him. Found out about a month later. That we both were buying it thinking it was the other person's. Like, felt, we felt bad for eat, drinking the person's Diet Cherry Pepsi <laughs> and kept replacing the Diet Cherry Pepsi, even though we both fucking hated it. Right. I like, I don't like that. I thought it was yours. No, I thought it was yours. So some idiot fucking came in the night and put a 12-pack of Diet it. Cherry. Yeah, planted some Diet Cherry Pepsi. Some brand rep came into yeah. our house. Yeah. And now it got us addicted for a month. Yeah. It was really sad and gross. Really tested your friendship. Yeah, I'm about to go into a, you going to a, phase? a healthy phase. Yeah, really. What what started? What's made you want to go into a healthy phase? Well, it's just winter's coming, and I really like. Uh, don't you want to do the opposite though? Because if winter's coming, don't you want to like pack it on? Yeah, I suppose. Pack you're right. on that lacing of fat. Well, screw it. Maybe it, <laughs> maybe in spring. Maybe in spring. spring yeah, time. spring but, renew. Fat. Yeah. Fuck you. Fat. See you. Fat later. fall. See you later. Uh, no, I just my uh, my one of my roommates actually mm -hmm. got a juicer and oh, he did. It we had we've been making some drinks and it's really intoxicating, literally. The juicer does inspire people. Yeah, well, you get that nice and flush. You ever heard of that shit? Ah, uh, no. You heard that Phil? Nice and flush. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? Explain it. Well, I don't I don't know how to explain it, but what do you think it is? Well, the nice and. <laughs> we go science mode. Yeah, no, we should yeah. go into this. Let's get, let's get the first argument know. started. No way. 
Want to get the argument started? I don't know enough yeah, this about this one. Doesn't matter. The whole point of this is to say things you don't know. This one's over my head. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's why you should talk about it. Do you think anybody in radio has ever known what they're talking about? <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Yeah, no one ever. No one knows they're talking. Think, no one knows. The most popular radio host in the world, Rush Limbaugh, has no idea what he's oh, talking man. about. You know, he's, he's an idiot. And he's. He's, he's got a, a pretty sweet microphone. He does. He's got like an RE20 or something. It's pretty it's funny, see. <laughs> like an you can find RE20, <laughs> but it's like gold plated. Yeah, he does gold plated. Yeah. You're crazy. kind. It has a shock mount. You don't need a shock mount on those things. You don't. They're so well built. So is that shock is. mount for design? Well, I mean, because you're a mic whore. No, you're not a mic whore. You call yourself a mic. Uh, mic. What'd you uh, call yourself? Mike enthusiast, maybe a Mike, um, a Mike geek. I have a Mike. A Mike problem. geek, a Mike problem. <laughs> what do you think about my Audix OM2s I'm using right now? I like them, yeah. I've never tried them out, but they're I, dynamic. Yeah, they they they're damn dynamic. Yeah. They're directional. I believe they're semi-directional. I believe right now you're you're spoofing the direction. This is the cardioid. Yeah, I I'm use a little off axis yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, but see, if you're not a comedian, mic technique is something that's hard to really do. Stupid. I've got I've got what I would call impeccable mic technique. It's better than most comp. I, I don't really have that. It's a thing. Yeah, you gotta have it. I yeah. Bet. Yeah. Because usually when you're recording, yeah. you wanna you wanna have it like right. put off at least. You know? There's a technique that I learned from Rick Shapiro, and I'll admit it, I learned from Rick. He's this comic. He's this crazy, amazing comic from New York. Okay. Who's like I'm trying to think how to describe him, but he's not like as much of like a comedian as more like this force of nature. We're getting a little pick up a little of the sizzle. Yeah, a little sizzle. Get, that, get some of that yeah. sizzle. Yeah, really. This is real sizzle. But this is Rick Shapiro's technique, and he would, you know, a lot of, a lot of comedians will put their mic like this right now. You can't see my mouth, can you? Right. Like it's occluding, like it's good sound, but it's occluding my face. He does this. He puts it like he tilts it off, and it's almost touching his face. So you can see, you can see my face right now. You can totally see my face, but the sound is great because it's right there. So it's, you don't get, you don't get, um, you don't get, uh, what's it called, wind noise from their mouth. The you don't get sibilance. Plosives. You don't get plosives. plosives. You don't, you don't get plosives. Yeah. Taco time at Pat's. Yeah. <laughs> Pat's Fart Factory. Bad. bad, bad bitches picked up Paul before he found a fucking clue. <laughs> Whoa. I like this. What's the best sibilant words, you think? The best what? Pra prana. Oh, right. How about peppercorn? Peppercorn. <laughs> peppercorn. Pepper. Peppercorn ranch. 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 Pepper. Pep peppercorn ranch. <laughs> Hoover. 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 I would like to do a whole show that's just sibilance testing. That's all it is. Just different sound guys across the country. It's a it's like a five minute web show where you go you travel on the travel on the country and meet different weirdo sound guys and there are sibilance words. Two yeah. <laughs> Toot, tootie fruity tootie. You guys are good. You guys are good. Yeah. We met this guy once. We were uh, we had a practice space when I had that rockabilly band. Uh, we had a practice space. This is in L.A. in, in Hollywood. This guy who was uh, running the, ran the practice space was you know he's checking the mics for us before we had to because for the PA. And this is what he said. He goes, two yeah two. Yeah, that's what this is test. Nice. And then he proceeded to tell us, uh, you know, you're in the same studio that Rage Against the Machine recorded in. Who? Rage Against the Machine. Uh, Second album. Place, uh, where we met Clue Gulliger, or where I oh, met Clue Gulliger? I don't know if it was where you met Clue. Because you met <laughs> yeah, Clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that was like a different place. That was downtown in like the Arts yeah, District. 
Yeah, Hello Tokyo Arts District. Clue Gulliger, famous Ooh, Western guy, cowboy actor, also kind of an outsider in his own right. A hanger at the New Beverly Cinema, one of he the greatest. Seemed like he was cool. He's well, he's super cool. He's like the original outsider. That guy is. Uh, he hangs out at the New Beverly Cinema, which is this movie theater. Where Quentin Tarantino claims that that's where he learned to make movies is by watching movies at the New Beverly, because huh. they play. They they're not like a they're not like an art house so much as they are I don't know they're kind of they're like a weird they play all kinds of stuff they play a lot of old stuff and they they don't discriminate they don't discriminate but they also do discriminate they have a discriminating taste yeah cool. that's the best they're that's very the best like kind of yeah I remember seeing uh seeing like a special re-release print of um, Straw Dogs there after taking a couple of Vicodin that was pretty nice ah uh, those were the days yeah. Seeing Straw Dogs on a pairing with a history of violence with a Vigo Mort. Yeah. I, I don't know what yeah. you're talking about at all. <laughs> uh, movies. Okay. Vigo Morrison naked. Okay. Right. I'll take it. But ribbon mics, though. But back yeah, to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. yeah, Limbaugh doesn't need a shock mount for that yeah. dynamic. Cause, yeah. He doesn't. It's it too dynamic. Like a really sensitive, uh, like a maybe he like maybe he goes crazy. Huh? Maybe he like pounds it. Yeah, I, maybe you're right. It's I like, oh, oh, Obama, Obama. Pounding on the desk. He's probably pounding the desk, yeah. Silverware. Yeah, you're a mic slut. <laughs> a microphone. Yeah, Rush. We're gonna a mic buddy. We're going to use a dynamic from now on, but it's gold. Well, his is not a dynamic mic. What kind of mic no, is it? I think it, it is. I think oh. it's an it's a, uh, Electrovoice RE20. Is that a ribbon mic? No, it's a dynamic. Oh. But it's a large diaphragm dynamic. Very what was that thing you explained to me about how ribbon mics are you, used to be used in terms of echo chambers? Oh, well, yeah, they were the the style of mic usually used in an echo chamber. How does that what, work? Which is what every uh, studio back in the day had. Before when? Like, when when did it fall apart? Oh, man, I don't know. They just stopped uh, probably in the 70s or right. something like that. Everything was just... Uh, it's like Tusk. Was Tusk, Fleetwood Max I Tusk? Know. What do you think about that one? I, man, I haven't listened to that album. That's a pretty high production album. Yeah, I, my gut... Without it, I think I might have heard like one song. And oh I man, I yeah. I like the. I didn't know you hadn't heard that. Yeah, yeah. It's like the production on that album is um, kind of like a legendary. Also, I think because they didn't use many effects, it's just like yeah. Jeff Buckley, not Jeff Buckley, uh, Lindsey Buckingham, yeah. right? I think. Well, yeah. The echo chamber is totally essential for that old school vocal sound. Right. To soar over. But how does that shit work? The echo chamber. Oh yeah. So they just send a line from the mixer. Right, into this separate room, which is anything from like the the the, the next room, literally, like a or closet, like a, a clo or like a the bathroom or something. Just a room, or all the way to some specially designed sealed place where you have like crazy angles and uh, to create interesting sounds. You can try and build them, yeah, different uh, different sounds, but you can usually never plan it because they all sound different even with the same right. engine. So there's like there's magic in there too. Yeah, there's like this thing where some reason it works. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know why. Yeah. And people can identify it. People it's uh, really crazy years. It's empirical. Uh, oh, they have? They're like, oh yeah, that's number two at Capitol or something. Wow. Yeah. Number two at Capitol. Uh, or B, I think maybe. Okay. Maybe a letter. But anyways, uh, yeah, totally essential. Ribbon mics and echo so, chambers. But they send, the, they send the feed from the mixer into the in oh, this yeah. chamber. So they're like, what do we want to get that in there? Right. Because they can isolate anything. So like the band will be dry, or then they'll just send the drums. Yeah. A little bit of the drums in there, and then the drums will echo. And then they'll have at the other end of the room, the ribbon mics pick it up. The ribbon mic's a very nice mic. Very sensitive. Very, very sensitive. But very smooth. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, yeah. 
They're a mystery too. So they basically just they just play the music out of speaker and mic re microphone it, <laughs> yeah, and then it goes to tape. To, back to the mixer. So some quarter inch tape. Not, well, at some, this point, it depends. It depends. They some six-foot tape? Range of things, yeah. They had, like, started, well, mono, then two-track, then three-track for a long time. Did you ever read that article? Uh, I remember looking for it, that one with Willie Mitchell, the one where he's talking about everything, about high records, like, oh, just explaining I, everything. No, and he, like, curses every other line. He's like, motherfucking Michael Jackson wanted to buy my mixer from me, <laughs> offer me 80 grand. I'm not about selling that motherfucking mixer, that bitch. That's, he talks about that, how Michael Jackson wanted to buy his... Uh, Power make or power uh, power amp. His power amps. He had two power amps that um, Michael offered him like hundred thousand dollars each for. He didn't sell them because it's like that's the reason Al Green sounds exactly. like he does exactly. or Sil Johnson. Because everything back then was 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 custom made. Yeah. You built your own studio. Yep. Yeah, so, so that was his whole thing. It great, I guess with high records, like he, uh, it was an old movie theater, and it had these poured concrete floors that allowed it to be really sound insulated and very um. Probably sloped too. Yeah, sloped. So it's, it's the, all the nasty yeah. echo, flutter echo. Holy shit, Willie Mitchell. Willie I wish Mitchell I could find that article. I can't wait to find that article. Isn't that magazine Wax Poetics? You read that magazine before? Yes. Yeah, you know, it's that one. It's all like yeah. Pretty you've great brought, article. You brought copies of that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty great. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. A little relie relief. Yeah. Light was turned off. Stacks. Echo chamber. We're Roll sipping. Down. Echo chamber. Chess. Echo chamber. Chess. Chess. Echo chamber. Oh yeah. Everything. I I wanted. What about uh? Al, what about uh? Two C. Alan Toussaint. What did he oh, record right. that shit? J M. Well, before before whatever C is that what they call it? C -Sant. He's got like a bunch of imprints. There's uh Two C. Before that, there was only one. Record, or Watch uh, J&M J&M right? Music Shop Was the only recording studio In, in, in New Orleans Really? Yeah. I didn't know that That was where everything came from It's amazing that so many So many like the best music Of all time Came from One, one small place In New Grand Orleans and Dumaine. Really? Right oh, who says that in a song? Uh, uh, Dr. John yeah. mentions that song it's Off Rampart uh, and Dumaine yeah. yeah When I see the Zulu King It's uh, Mardi Gras When I uh, see the Zulu King That's a That's a rolling bird Uh yeah, yeah Professor Long here. Yeah, Fess. Fess. Maybe one of the greatest motherfuckers of all time. Got my ticket in my hand. Got my ticket in my hand. I'm gonna see this Hulu King. <laughs> Man, I gotta read that book again. The uh, Under the Hoodoo Moon, Dr. John book. Yeah, Under the Hoodoo. So Moon. amazing. That one is so good. I, in fact, I lent it out and I, I never yeah. got it back. But I'm just gonna get it. It'll it. it'll find a good spot. You read that, Phil? Yeah. We should read it again. Oh, it's hilarious. I, and I. <laughs> So learned good. a little bit more about some of the people involved, like since the yeah. I read it last time. So I'm, I'm just I remember because I remember he's talking yeah. a lot of shit about Jerry Wexler or something. He does. Like, oh yeah. yeah, I bet Jerry Wexler's a dick. Is it, what <laughs> he what he he ran like what Capitol or something uh, or what? Uh, Atlantic. Atlantic, right? Yeah, yeah he's that, him and then the uh, Ergerton brothers. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, he was also responsible for. Well, he had a lot to do. Promoting a lot of really good shit. Yeah. But also. He screwed over Stacks in the end. He did. Yeah, he because St Atlantic Tom bought Stacks, right? He got Tom Dowd to come down to Memphis and sign a deal with Jim Stewart, uh, basically sending, uh, uh, having them own all of the shit. Really? Yeah. God, that shit's so sad. Yeah. I think there should be a new law that is passed that if you sell your rights, maybe this wouldn't apply for that because it's a label takeover. But if you sell your rights as an artist under duress. You shouldn't be allowed to. Uh, you should be able to recoup a certain percentage of those royalties. Like, there's people like like uh, Clarence Reed, Blowfly. You know, mm -hmm. 
him. There's all these guys like him who sold their rights at one point when they were before Beyonce and Jay Z found their music right, and sampled right. it for to make tens of millions of dollars. But you know, there's, there's like a lull in the '80s where they weren't cool, right. and they sold their rights for like a penny, basically, right. or maybe a nickel or a dime Perfect. to pay off something. And now you have all these compilations coming out under, like I hate to say it, but like the Numero Group, like they put all all this shit. It's all really good, but a lot of those guys don't get any money from it, and it's it seems like they should get some money from it because they make so much money off it. It's so popular now. Yeah, if they're if you can find them. Well, that's the thing is some of these guys you can find, yeah. but they yeah. they they don't they don't own the rights, so it doesn't matter. Right. Those guys don't even own the rights. They um. It's gonna take more than I mean, it's gonna take like a sympathetic ear more than like a, yeah a legal fight. Well, right. I mean, I would think that if you were those, if you were someone who was making money off reissues of those kind of things, you would be like, just put some percentage of it away to give to those people who. It's like even Mississippi Records. I love Mississippi Records, but I always kind of, wondered about that too. Yeah, I just, there's no way to know. Like they do put these amazing comps out, but there's always blues musicians, you know, who I, don't, I just don't get it. Like. I feel like, I've been feeling that maybe some of them just recorded it and there wasn't even a contract. It was just like some yeah. guy, some white dude came by with a fucking thing and recorded you and he's off. You know how you have no recourse. I, I mean, maybe you could. pretty common. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of sad. Yeah. There's not a lot of money in Yeah. But it's also, yeah, it's everything. <laughs> you probably also wouldn't be getting that much money either from some of those things. The only thing is that True. big money is like the samples. Because I know that Jay-Z has sampled Blowfly uh, more than once. Or, uh, yeah. Or like Queen. Queen? And, uh, football and stuff like that. Yeah. I think I've heard uh, the beginning to Welcome to the Jungle like 800 times is that, at the Metrodome. Is that the, um, we're talking about the Guns N' Roses song or the? Yep. It's, yeah. Who just put a pause here? Intro. So let's, let's pause here and do a look at this, uh, what's happening here with this sauce, with this mirepoix. Yeah. So you want to break it down here? What, what's going on? Phil just added some juicy. Okay, step step this direction, please. Deglaze the pan. Okay, so what does that mean? So it's gonna break down all the the fats mm -hmm. that stuck to the pan when we uh, and proteins that stuck to the pan once we seared the the bird. Okay, so those birds are just seared. They're just seared right now, and then they're gonna cook in the pan with all the, nice. the mirepoix and everything. Oh, this is not the mirepoix. This is the mirepoix. Oh, it is. Yep. That's the mirepoix. Yep, and then. We're gonna add some pheasant or pheasant gloss, and what's uh, mirepoix French for? I forget. It's what French for good luck. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What no is shit. that uh, yellowish carrot looking? Is that that? Hickamal? That's the parse parsnip. parsnip. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Parsnip. Hickama. I knew it was something wild like that. Hickama, yeah. bro, bro, some hickama. So the, the one thing we're not doing tonight is we're not adding any tomato paste Why? before you do all that because there's a perqua. There is a term for uh, if you add the tomato paste, it makes it a rustier color. But is that all and just for the, color? No, it's not all for color. For, uh, you get else? some ac acidity and, and sugars. I was going to yep. say acidity. I was yep. going to say acidity. So <laughs> I really was going to say acidity. This looks really good. Yep. This is sort of like a classic winter feast. <coughs> it is. What do you say? What's the temperature outside right now? Like 31? It's probably yeah, above freezing, about, huh? Yeah, accurate pretty outside. close, yeah. Are you about to add some gloss? Yeah, and this is the gloss that like, Zinsser made. 
<laughs> this is the glass that Mike Zin- my buddy Mike Zinzer made. What is glass exactly? Glass it's is like just stock. more concentrated stock. Okay. It's all the protein and gelatin. Right. And the, the bones. The bones of these animals that were... The, the roasted vegetables, the mi- roasted mirepoix. And right. Animal bones. And this is not a store-bought animal bones. This is real. Is this yeah. venison or is this pheasant glass? Off the grid. Oh. This is OTG. Off the grid. Or it's it's grid tangential, right? Yep. So we're putting some gloss. How do you know how much to put in? Well, all of it? Not all of it, no. About half of it. Actually, that's that's probably a little too much because it's really concentrated. It is. We might get a flavor explosion if you put too much in (laughs) there. So we're going to use some water to... And then we'll use some of the gloss and the barley risotto. Oh, my God. Sweet bitch. Spread it around. So... I'm going to get a smell test in here. We're using a new uh, KMS-12 smell, smell microphone. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, have, if you have the KMS-12 module at home, you will be picking up some pretty amazing scents right now. Steve, what do you think about this new smell mic? <coughs> well, it seems to be very <laughs> responsive to just the slightest. Wow. Whew. It's too much smell. You see the uh, yeah. olfactory the olfactory spectrometer. The, ol- <laughs> the olfactory it's spectrometer. Really wow, it's, it's, it. pinning, it's pinning out. It's, it's hitting the red. Yeah. Too we- much smell. <laughs> Too bold. <laughs> yeah. That's how they do, that's how they make checks bold and zesty, right? Is yeah, they, exactly. they tip the scales on the... Uh, it's got to be pinning out at about a foot away. The, the, and, <laughs> and then that it's olfactory and spectrometer. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's hitting levels. It's peaking. It's totally... Uh, Roger, we have uh, introducing new checks, bold and super zesty. Mass spectrometer, be damned. Yeah. <laughs> Overbiased. <laughs> Overbiased with glaze. 1,000% ride chips that have tipped the charts. <laughs> Our ride chips are. Are ride t- chips illegal yet? <laughs> yeah, ride chips. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. It's too much flavor. <laughs> sir, that's a. Uh, Hey, sir, hold, 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 hold on here. Yeah, where are you going? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where are you going? going? You're not getting a plane with those. <laughs> they're just they're just ride chips. I know one thing. Yeah, those are bull. We recognize that taste. <laughs> we got a uh, olfactory, uh, olfactory tester here. Yeah, we got... <clears throat> you can't be bringing things of such a bull variety on an airplane. <laughs> Adding water? Adding water. Okay. Adding Since water. the glass. The glass. Yep. You got to water that shit down, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, just a little bit. Okay. Not too much. Sounds good. Deep glass. Deglaze your face. Mm. Face erasers. I'm going to grab another beer. Okay, we're going to do a pause. Okay. Uh, we're going to go commercial now. See you guys in a minute. Hey! It sounds like you're having a really great time listening to Twisting the Wind. Oh, yeah. I freaking love it. <laughs> well, in that case, we'd love it if you would donate some of your treasure to us. Okay. No blood, just treasure, okay? Like, like some money. Yeah. That would be just great. That's going to allow us to keep making this show. Oh, yeah, I got when that. When I say us, I mean me and us and all of us together here, okay? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> No, it's not okay. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Johnny. Okay, so we're back. We're, hey, we're back. We're back in. We're back. Hey, we're back. Uh, we're back here in the kitchen at and Phil's house here at uh, 64275 West Jackson Pluckway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pluckway. Okay, so we're, t- we're listening to a little bit of uh, Steely Dan on the break, which is one of uh, our favorite bands. Basically, mm. I was turned on to Steely Dan by you, Steve, mainly. Mm. Wow. And I did spend a good year in the hole. Yeah. Listening to that, it's a deep hole. 
if you're lucky enough to to want to fall down, it's a delicious hole to fall down. Hmm. Some people don't get Steely Dan. That's fine. If you That's don't get it, very fine. fine. Step away. Step away from the step away from the black hole. <laughs> Look, both you and Steely Dan are fine. Everyone's fine, <laughs> but uh, just step away. So we were talking about how I saw them live at the Hollywood Bowl, how they did, and uh, Walter Becker did this long preamble to Hey 19, talking about the first time he got first time he got high. I think maybe it was the first time he got drunk. I don't think it was the first time. No, it was the first time he got drunk. I think it was the first time he got drunk <laughs> as a young man. He was like 14 with his mom's, okay, okay. with his mom, with friend's mom or some shit like that. And you're telling me now, this is news to my, you, you exploded. So oh well, this okay. is. Okay, so I we're can't talking even, about. Okay, doesn't matter. It's doesn't on matter. the table. Okay, yeah. Everything is new to someone somewhere. It's new to me right now. So I there you go. I can't believe this, Johnny. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, so tell me what it is. God. Tell me. Well, it's a letter. A letter from like uh, on stationery. I think it's hand typed. Right. Uh, on stationery from uh, I think like Corpus Christi, Texas, right? some hotel, and uh, it's a it's a typed letter. The first one. Who wrote it, this letter? It's. I'm not sure. I'm guessing it's Walter Becker, but it's. I think it's. Don and Walt is how they said you know regards at the end or something. Who's Don? Or no, Donald Fagan. Oh, Donald Fagan. Yeah, Don. Yeah, Don and Walt. Donald Fagan and Walter Becker are Silly Dan. Yeah, the, the uh, core. They're basically the Silly band. Dan. But yeah, right. the, the band. So they wrote a letter to Wes Anderson? They wrote a letter initially to... Uh, we have to wait for that. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, initially, this is the whole thing. It was so big that they had a follow-up letter. Which is, I can't believe... Okay. But I here, can't believe we don't fucking know about I know, this. Because, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is the, like a cultural it, thing. It's majorly cultural. Oh. Yeah. It, like, they just crushed them. Okay, and, uh, so... Uh, Okay, so the first thing, like, the issue wasn't, like, well, okay, the first thing, they, they were attacking Owen Wilson, or calling him out. Calling out Owen Wilson? For uh, signing on to do the crappy movie that was uh, You, Me, and Dupree. Okay. And, and not only... The, the, God, not, I barely remember that. Not just because that was, a, uh, you know, a bad movie. I I've never seen it, actually. Right. I can't say I one way either. or the other. But they were, uh, they were saying... Uh, they basically they ripped off one of their songs. No way! Because cousin Dupree, yeah. yeah cousin Dupree. Oh my How god! How about a you know? It's like the whole story is is the main idea for the movie, and they don't even change the I name. I didn't know that. What's yeah. du, what's Dupree from? What cuts cousin Dupree from? What album? Oh, that's the thing. It's from one of their late. Okay. It's like nine, two against nature, like ninety four. Okay, because let's go yeah. let's go for the good albums of Steely Dan. Yeah, this is kind of post Steely Dan. Yeah. Steely Can't Dan. buy a thrill. Oh, well. That's that's the first album. Okay, right? okay, we're just we're just going through the albums. We're going through the albums. Okay. Can't can't buy a thrill. Yep. Is Countdown. the first oh, okay. album. Yeah. And that's okay. It's got some it's got some numbers. Yeah, they don't have the the total Dan vibe, right. but it's, it's, it's got a lot of numbers. good music. Yep. Well, the next, a, lot of, a lot of good music. Yeah. A lot of good music. What's the next? Then? But What's a lot next? of si oh, uh, a lot of side guys. A lot, that, of, a lot of figuring it out. They're figuring they're, it they're out. They're definitely right? figuring it out. They so figured it out by the second album. What's which is Countdown to Ecstasy. Countdown to Ecstasy is one of the greatest. Yeah. That's got I think one of my favorite songs in there, which is um, what's on? Barry, there? It's, uh, is Barrytown on there? No. No, no Barrytown's on Boston Pretzel. Rags on there. Um, what's on What's on Countdown? That's great. Not your gold teeth. It's that really epic one. King of the World, which is outstanding. King uh, of the World is kind of like a 
mounting. Okay, so we got we got Countdown to Ecstasy. That's like, what, 72? Uh, what's the one, uh... Warning, warning. You've entered a Steely Dan Geek Zone. Three nearly middle-aged men talk about their favorite Steely Dan songs, which will be incredibly boring to you if you like or don't like Steely Dan. Unless you are incredibly high right now and have every album Steely Dan has ever, ever recorded, you will be disenfranchised. Now returning to regular programming. So because it's got it's got the what's got the ultimate creep song which ultimate is creep song. which is what the uh, ultimate creep song in the universe uh, kids if what is it uh mr lepage mr lepage yeah. is your man but what's it called it's called uh everyone's, everyone's gone, everyone's gone, to, gone the movies. to the movies the creepiest song ever written by men in the universe the how how some republican senator hasn't latched onto that and tried to try to try them republican. for pedophilia like 30 years after the fact is beyond me like if, if matt romney gets elected Matt, if Matt Romney gets elected, <laughs> so help me goodness. So help me Jesus Crisp. If sweet Jesus Crisp allows for Matt Romney to get elected, like he should be, we all know he should. If sweet ass Jesus Crisp allows for Matt to get in the office and he gets hip to Kitty Lied and hears everyone's gone to the movies, Walter Becker and Donald Fagan mm -hmm. will go to jail. <laughs> because yes. that is the dirty for the rest song. of their lives. Because one of the lyrics, everyone's gone to the movies. Now we're alone at last. Now we're alone. It's bad. <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. It's, yeah. Better just to not even talk even about like, it. Like there's like references to like bobbing apples. There's some. Yeah. Didn't you have a theory? Sorry, about the number? I know you're used to sixteen or more. Sorry, we only have eight. What do you think is a reference to eight millimeter tape? Or eight years old? I don't. Oh know. fuck! It doesn't matter. It's all bad. Yeah. I I hope it's about eight tracks and sixteen tracks. I thought it was eight millimeter, like eight millimeter movie, like home movie. It could. Oh, that's probably home what it movie. is, because he's like he says what. It, it's the. I mean, obviously the. It's done to, so well. Like the yeah. lyrics are so good. It's is like what is something subtle? about the projector? It's right. Like, oh man. It's you know what I'm gonna say right now. It's all bad. Dude, yeah. take off your cheaters, and <laughs> sit right down, <laughs> and start the projection machine. Oh my god. Like how the fuck can you do that with just one <laughs> one one line? The only thing I and I'm covered in just like oh I gotta take a shower. Yeah, it's, it's ambiguous. Yeah, exactly. Good. Have you heard that song by the frogs? Let's talk to both sides of the law on this. <laughs> Here's that song by the frogs, Baby Greaser George. That no. is probably that's less ambiguous. The frogs. The frogs. Hmm. That's a song. I think it's maybe about having a baby in a stroller mm -hmm. suck on your peen. Mm. Yeah. About I think that's what it's about. That's, and it's about having about right. it's about having the baby bite it too. And they don't say it out they don't say it out right. Because you know, you can't. I think you, I think you might actually they get could. Yeah. No, no. I don't know. This they just people I out mean, there please. Want to get I'm glad trouble. they did. Because they, they're artists. But they, they know. But they didn't say it out right though. They right. didn't, which That's is good, which though. makes it so great. It's exactly. Like, it's like they say, I'm gonna slip it in, <laughs> baby greaser George. Oh my god. This uh, song will be in the section to listen to. Uh, yeah. If you wanna check check back. <laughs> There's people who've been playing the frogs around the house too. I don't know what's in the air. Well, you know what happened, right? Uh, yeah, Dennis Melboy died. Yeah, he died. Which I think is it's very sad and ironically sad because he drowned. And then he's in a band, you know. Called the Frogs. Which I, I honestly, I, it's, it's very sad. You know, I never thought about that, Johnny. And yeah, it's ironic, and I think, I think he would probably be the first person to laugh at it, though. Don't you think? <laughs> that he died drowning I, in a band that is an amphibian. Well, they're not creature? fish. 
That's true. Oh my god. Uh, he would probably bring that up if the first to bring it up. Yeah. Pretty amazing band. I, I remember the quote uh, oh from god. that one uh, from uh, documentary. Yeah. There, uh, the drummer's like, oh, I think Grandma would be into the Frogs if she were still alive. <laughs> grandma. Yeah. Be into the Frogs. Is that James Eha? No, that, uh, it was the drummer in, in the Frog. It was the other guy in the oh, band. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know all their names, but yeah, it's just two guys. They're from Milwaukee, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yep. Milwaukee breeds a certain type of crazy. Yep. Milwaukee's the home I, of. Uh, I would. I probably want to move there pretty soon. Home of Dan Harmon, creator of Community and other. Oh, okay. Better and more amazingly ridiculous things. He's huh. a lunatic. A Milwaukee, yeah. Uh, home of uh, the Brewers. Attic Records. Okay. Attic Records. Uh, lunatics in their own right. Fine Colombian. There's uh, a lot of uh, hardcore techno from Milwaukee, right? Which is Attic Records, yeah. Okay. Super That's, hard. Okay. Deeply hard. That's. I remember you showed me some stuff like yeah. in the mid '90s that yeah. nearly blew my top off. I did a drunken re. Uh, a drunken nostalgia buy from Attic Records about three weeks ago. A bunch of stuff. And I realized, after I got it, I listened to some of it, like, this is what Skrillex sounds like now. And this is at least 15 years old. Because uh -huh. it's, it's had a very similar sort of, like, bombastic, like, like distorted bass. Or the, the bass kind of, like, uh, you know when you have, like, a bass amp, it's too loud, and the speaker starts to vibrate. It kind of goes, like, mm -hmm. like, it's, like, that weird buzzing thing. The flapping buzz. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, that Skrillex, Skrillex does that. Okay. Act Records is, like, replete with that sound. Huh. I think they're maybe uh, they were a classic, uh, classic ahead of their time, and don't get credit for it. Right. You know? Yeah. That's that always happens. Is you like it happens a lot because you're too far ahead of your time. Right. So what happens is you, you get uh, you miss the bus because you're too early for the bus or something. There's some analogy there, you know. There's yeah. There's a like there's a good quote. There's another good quote about right. that somewhere. Uh. Yeah, that's a head scratcher. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Just gotta do your thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people, but it's okay. It's better to be too early than um, late to the bullshit bandwagon. Can you ever be too late? That's the question. You I don't think you be. can. Well, it depends what it is. <laughs> I guess it is. I mean... That's the thing. That's that's a good... I mean, is that a good question? Podcast. That's a, that's a really stone question to we ask. We just had a little uh, splash of the uh, pot. Phil, what's going on here? Just uh, turning over the likes. This is your Martha Stewart corningware? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, it is. Martha Stewart, pretty bad bitch, don't you say? Oh, yeah. Bad and a good. Bad oh, is good, right? Yeah, bad is very good, yeah. yeah. She's a motherfucker. Martha yeah, Stewart? exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. As Miles would say, she's a yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, she's a motherfucker. Yeah. When I th it's so funny to think back when she was, like, persecuted, you know, for tax evasion and stuff. Like, what a witch hunt that was against her. Like, people hated her. Huh. People love to hate Martha Stewart. It's like such yeah. a... I well, but she kind of loves it when people hate her too. She does because she's such a badass. She can handle it. She can like, she's you know she smokes weed like multiple times a day. That doesn't she's surprise me. I didn't know that, but she. Uh, I knew. I worked with a guy who used to work on her show, and he, he told all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, he the cat's all. out of the bag. Martha, Martha, gets into some greenery like Louis Armstrong. Wow. Louis Armstrong also a multiple day smoker. Okay, we're going to take a commercial break and uh, stop the Hey 19 for a minute. Maybe yeah, read these that's a loop there. I'm going to read these fucking letters, okay? Please hold while your call is being transferred. Hello? Hello? This call may be monitored or recorded to assure quality service or for other business purposes. <laughs> Oh, 
are busy. Yeah. Please hold the line and the next available agent will assist you with your call. Thanks. The estimated hold time is currently 55 seconds. The estimated hold time is currently 15 seconds. Oh, I need a Kleenex. <laughs> Not sick, it just my nose is, you know. Customer relations, man. I'll be assisting you today. Can I please get your first and last name? Hey, Vicente. Hey, this is Kevin here. Kevin Tipcorn. That's my name. Kevin. How's All it going? Right, sir. How, how's it going? Well, I'm good, sir. You? Yeah, I'm just. I'm doing it, man. I'm on. I'm on top. Uh, I kind of got the sniffles. You, All ever right. get the, you ever get that? Get that? Well, somewhat. I'm um, Tipcorn. How can I assist you today? Well, uh, it's actually just Mister Tipcorn. Is just typically what I go by. But oh, you can call me Kevin. Oh. Call me Kevin. Go ahead, throw it out there. All right, sir. I mean, you can call me Kevin. Um, Kevin, how can I assist you? All right, well, sir, how can I assist you today? I'm just trying to figure out a way to introduce this. I, I want to just go out there right now, put this out there. That I've had a, an experience that at your uh, at your stores that is just mind-blowingly great. It's like you ever seen a rocket take off? Yes. You have where? Where? In Florida. No way. Are you serious? Hmm. Well, not. Face to face, but through TV, yes. You saw on the TV. Okay. Well, that's that's still pretty mm -hmm. good. But that's because that's where the, the space shuttle used to take off, right? In Cape Canaveral. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't you don't happen to live in Cape Canaveral, do you? Close to it, but oh. still a bit distant. I'm gonna make a guess. Titusville. Mm -mm. Oh, I've been in Titusville, which is close to Cape Canaveral. You ever been in Titusville? Mm -mm. They don't have a hole out there. There's no reason to go, really. It's it's good. It's not bad. Nah, that's the thing. Besides Miami and the Everglades, south of Florida, it's mostly for relaxing. <laughs> well, you kind of, what else yeah. can you do? It's that hot, you know? You, you got to relax. No, there's a lot of stuff you could do. No, there's a lot of stuff you could do. Go what? to the beach, drive around, um, skydive. No way. Uh, scuba dive. Have you ever nah, skydived? What stuff you could do? You ever skydived? Skydive? Want to. No way. You know what? Here's an idea. Here's an idea for you, okay? You skydive, but you skydive into water, into scuba diving. So it's like a, a sky-scuba combo. Wouldn't that be rad? It would, but uh-uh. Why not, your man? Bones would, and honestly, your bones will be crushed by the impact. Okay, no, not if you like do like, if you put your arms really close to your body, and you make like a, like a little knife, you would just shoot into the water. You know what I mean? Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. As long as you go... To a degree? No, to a degree, yeah, it's true, but... Mm. I mean, I've Even been, then, it's the... F the hmm? Go ahead, explain, I don't know. Now, I was going to say, it's true, you will cut through the knife, but depending on how much force you're bringing with you... Oh, you right. know, it could... There's the amount of force. If you got enough force to hold your legs together, yeah, you're going to cut right through the water. Okay. But again, if too much force is being put to you, 
Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> your legs will basically just open up and crumble. Oh my god! Along gosh. with your back Ooh. and everything and all that other good stuff. Not my back. My back is sensitive. My back. Nah, I would crumble your back, but yeah, my back would probably just crumple like a like a stack of crackers. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of those Keebler Elf cookies that just kind of go. Exactly not. Regarding this wonderful experience at the store location, what happened in the store location, sir? Oh, I just was, uh, I was, like I was saying, the rockets, like it's just, like the customer service was like a rocket taking off, you know, just like this thing where, you know, if it's first it seems kind of like, oh, what's that? It's just a thing. And then it starts to take off and you're like, whoa, this has exceeded my expectations because it's just loud and... And crazy and bright, but in a good way. And that's All what right. I felt like. I wow, wish I could get... I couldn't what? get the young lady's name. Um, I think it started with a Q or something. I don't know. There aren't many Q names, are there? No. But that's the case, sir. What's the location was this? Oh, it was uh, It was there near Titusville, actually. What's the nearest location of there? I can't remember. I'm so bad at geography. They have one, don't they? Give me one moment. Let me check. Yes, they do. That's yeah. a close store right there. And she said she was an astronaut too. That just this was like her second job, because since that since that since they stopped NASA, she started working at uh, the store there, and uh, that she and that's why she was so smart. Because I was trying to figure out a Halloween costume, and also I wanted to get something that would work for Halloween and for some type of a uh, you know actual use. It's called a double costume. Uh, like a mm-hmm. life co- a life costume, you know, where you get it for Halloween, so you can you can write it off. No, you, your participation and hello on your experience with our customer contact center. the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.